Welcome to Shonda Bam Bam's Random Lifestyle. This is I, Shonda Bam Bam. If you need a translation, I said, Welcome to Shonda Bam Bam. It's me, Shonda Bam Bam, your host. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. So it's early, early, early. I sound like I have like half of a nasal blockage. I probably have a whole nasal blockage. I don't know who else suffers from allergies, but um, yeah. There's nothing but allergies out on the East Coast. Like, trees are constantly living and dying, and it's appalling crap. But today's episode is about the difficulties of working for other people and why I want to work for myself. So, I want to be an entrepreneur, but I always, I'm in denial because I am an entrepreneur. I'm, I do make money from doing my own endeavors, but I don't feel like I've accomplished a goal of taking care of myself with what I do. I just feel like I'd be better, but I just don't know how. And I watch, you know, YouTube videos, and all they do is lie. All these people do is lie. I have yet to find a YouTuber who tells me the tips and keys I need to truly be successful. Every once in a while you'll find someone who'll give you a tidbit of something that helps, but it's just not enough. It's just taking too long. Um, it's taking years, okay? So, and I, and the thing is, if you're going to work for yourself and you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to believe in yourself. I've worked with so many people who I talked about my dreams and aspirations of being my own boss, and they just didn't think it could happen. They just, for themselves, I mean, they were just like, oh, good luck with that. I'm going to go to work every day. I got to make sure I have bills paid. I know that. But they have no faith in themselves. They just said, I'm stupid, I'm dumb, I can't do it, I don't have time for it. I need to get this rent and this stuff paid. I'm going to retire. So you work your life all day, every day. You only get two weeks off the whole year. If you're lucky, some people only get three days who work minimum wage. So you work all your life to retire, and then the government takes it all back because you're going to need Medicaid and Medicare. And you have to. You can only have $2,000 in your account to even have Medicaid and Medicare to go into a facility, okay? And it's going to be the worst facility ever on freaking earth. So all the pension and shit you work for goes to nothing. It goes right back to the fucking state. And go ahead and make a burial thing and make it irrevocable. Anything that's left in that trust for your death goes right back to the fucking state because you owe Medicaid and Medicare. You owe them for what, for what you worked for throughout your life for them to help pay for the stuff that's overpriced. But it's like $4,000, $4,000 a day to be in a facility. That's unreal. We can hardly pay the $1,200, $1,400, or $2,000 a month where we live. But when you're old and you can't work, they want to charge you seven, not yeah, $700 to $4,000, $7,000 for a higher echelon nursing home. Tell me how this is fair. Tell me how this is even feasible. And then they create insurance that will ha- make you use your pension and your retirement to pay first. And then after that, you, your income pays, they will cover the rest of the, what, $3,000 you owe? How is that making sense? How is that helping anybody? And how is that making uh, money into the, uh, econ- putting money into the economy? It's at, you're already broke and they want you to, they want you to be broke. So if you have money coming in, you have to hide your money somewhere else or no, excuse me, not hide, place your money somewhere else so that you can spend down to 2000 motherfucking dollars. And then you're in this shitty ass facility where the aides are short. They don't want to help you. They're always short staffed. They're ignorant. The food sucks. Place is dirty. It smells. You get no care, but then you, oh, you have patients rights where you're supposed to be clean. So tell me how it's fair. So I said, okay, I want to work for myself. I want to get all the the tricks and tips that these rich companies are doing. I want to be my own company and work for myself. 
because I want to enjoy time with my family. I want to enjoy life because what I'm supposed to do. I wasn't born put on this earth to be a worker and and to work for someone else, okay? I don't even want people to work for me. I just want to work for myself. That's fine. If I have people work for me, I would want it to be an enjoyable time for them, and I would like them to help me help them so that they help the economy so they can enjoy life and provide for themselves and their family. But that's being a good person. The only people that make it in this world are the evil people, it seems. The, the, the vultures and the parasites, the people who are hungry for power are the only ones that seem to make it and thrive in this world. So, I want to work for myself, So, but I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to make it lucrative. I don't know what's selling. I don't know what the it item is. And then when you do find out the it item is so oversaturated, no one even sees you. And then you're trying to make money, so you, you want to make the best price, but then everyone has the same price. What are you going to do? A dollar down? But whatever you source your item, you have to pay for. And all the tricks they were doing before is worn out. Stores have caught up with the tricks of, oh, drop shipping from their store. You can't just take the item they have from their store and ship it to the customer and use it on another platform because that's against policy. So, again, how do you make that a dollar bill, dollar, dollar bill? Nobody wants to tell you. So, I go on YouTube trying to find the, find the answer. And then you have all these liars who want you to join their courses for $50, $20 to $100 for them to tell you not shit. Because if they truly told you how to get rich, they feel that you would lose, they would lose the money they're making because it would become oversaturated, which it already has. So you see the circle there? You see the circle there? Sourcing, trying to find a way to make money from nothing. To source, to have people buy stuff from you, to have people get something that they need from you. And honestly, the way the economy is going right now, whenever you're listening to this right now, we're going through inflation. So, people don't have that extra money to waste on dumb shit, okay? The hoarders aren't really buying much because it's either food or, you know, it's either food or the item. And an example of that is that I went to the store yesterday. I uh, witnessed where someone had bought sandwich meat for work. They had bought dishwasher, soap, foil, um, what else? They had bought cookies. The cookies were two for five. Um... Now, you can say, oh, that's all stuff you can you can cook at home. Yeah, really? After working, like, what, 10, 12 hours in a factory or somewhere, you really think you feel like making home-baked cookies and home-baked bread and get the ingredients to sit there for this stuff to cook for hours and you have to follow directions to be alert so it doesn't come out like stone? Yeah, so anyway, it was foil, deli meat, uh, two things of cookies, dishwasher soap, um, two energy drinks, and I believe that was it, guys. So that usually costs like maybe $20 back in the day, $10, uh, a couple years ago, $20, $30, I repeat myself. It came to $85, $85 and there's nothing there. Like $85 used to fill up your cart at least halfway. Now tell me again, how are you supposed to survive and how are you being people want to buy stuff when it costs $85 for things that don't, aren't even worth $85? It's fucking ridiculous. The stores need to make money. They want to make money from us who don't have money. And then the, there was a bill just passed by the president that is supposed to help with solar energy and uh, tax and everything, and electric cars. And everyone is saying online... The only people that can afford a brand new electric car and get $7,000 back plus the added $2,000 they were already getting in our state uh, are rich people. There's no way that a car dealership is going to sell you a car for $9,000 because you're going to get over $9,000 in rebates because it's electric 
and have you only have to pay $2,000 for a car. It's just not feasible. An electric car is at least 20, uh, the lowest I would think is 20, the highest is, who knows? Who knows? It all depends on where you are in your state, okay? And I'm not really focused on an electric car. And honestly, I want a car that I want. I want a car that's sufficient. I want a car that can fit things in it. I don't want a little buggy, okay? I need a big car. I'm not a small person. And the people in my family are not small. Can we be reasonable here? But no, nothing is reasonable in this freaking country right now. Nothing at all. I drove by someone's lawn and said, pray for America. I thought it was funny until I heard the bill that was passed and I saw what's going on. And then someone tells me that Amazon just bought Rumba. Rumba, which has all your information and scans your house, it has a little camera, it scans your room and everything. You don't think that's important, but think about it. If the rumba knows the, the, the circumference or the dimensions of your room and what's in it, because it has a camera, which one you have, and you put your information that you won't be home, you will be home. I mean, everything is already taking all your information anyway online. Just imagine this. Now, they know what you do not have in your house when you have what you do have in your house, and now they're gonna send you even more advertisement of what you need. Another thing, did you know that Facebook if you don't check your settings, it knows what websites you visited because those websites send information of what you did and what you said to freaking Facebook. But you wouldn't know that. And if you want to change that, you better know your password. You can't just go in there and change it even though you're already logged in. But who gives a fuck, right? Because people are so busy going out there trying to work so that they can fucking survive. Who has time to worry about their rights being taken away, things going up, bills being passed, and have time to go vote? How? How? So the cycle just keeps going on. And then people like me who want to just work for themselves, if you try to apply for a loan for like, or a grant, or if you even want to join into a woman's whatever, the process is so hard. They make it so hard for you to get forms for your business. They make it so hard for you to get grants. You have to have all these rules and regulations and tax clearances before you can even apply for a grant. And the grants are only made for big businesses, not micro small businesses like me at all, okay? And they want to make sure you allot for everything. I don't need grant money to build a building. I need a money to have a capital so I can build and have marketing. And they're like, oh, this is what the, the business whatever is for. They don't even answer the fucking phone. All they do is email you. They give you shit that's not going to help you. They just turn you in circles. So when I say, oh, entrepreneurship is not easy, it really isn't, especially if you want to be protected and have the same tax cuts and credits as everybody fucking else and other businesses. It's really fucking not. And I want people to know that you do not have to be college educated to run your business. It doesn't mean I'm smarter than anybody else because I have a business. It just means I have common sense and a thrive that I want to be, have my independence and my own freedom. But in no way do you need a college education to run your own business. You do need to have some kind of intelligence and inclination of tax rules, regulations, or whatnot. Because you better believe when you start making that big money, you're going to have them big taxes and you're going to have a lot of obligations. I don't mind having that if I can just not have to deal with fucking people at work. Because let's talk about the people that they hire who are off the Richter scale. Everybody needs medication and needs mental health checks. But no one's doing it. They just hire anyone. They don't even make sure they're all there. So God forbid I work somewhere and a guy likes me and I tell him I don't like him. He's going to flip the fuck out because he's not used to rejection and he has a mental ailment. So now you have a stalker and someone who feels you're better than you are when you really just don't, you're not attracted to me. You don't want to waste their time or them waste your time. Did I ever take a moment to breathe during this podcast? I think I did, but maybe you didn't hear me. So the point of this whole podcast is how I'm trying to work for myself and it's just not easy because it's so hard to get your business known and sell things that people want so that you can make a living 
And the government doesn't make it any easier, though they'd like to pretend as if they are helping you with their little programs, which they make so hard. I remember I was trying to apply for a grant a couple weeks ago, and it asked me if I was married. It would not let me go forward with the application because it wanted to know if I was married. No, I'm not married. Why does that matter, and why can't I go forward with this application to get help without you knowing about my spouse that I'm no longer with, or if I've never been with a spouse? See what I mean? And in no way, here's my disclaimer, in no way am I talking about the government. Because I know when you start saying government and certain words, the key words, you know, ears perk up and all of a sudden you become of interest. No, I'm just voicing my opinion of how hard it is to succeed and make it as an entrepreneur. Okay? It's not easy at all. And then you really don't want, I don't like telling people that my I own a business or about a business because as a black woman, the black community sometimes likes to break you down and say how, oh, it's so unpro- black people are so unprofessional when they own businesses. So are Caucasian and Asian people, the way they follow you around, 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 excuse me, my mouth, around, and just think you're just automatically a thief and how they set people up to follow people who they think are poor. I could look poor and have a million dollars in my account. How the hell would you know? How I'm dressed and how I look and how I smell does not define how much is in my bank account. Honestly, though, that little thing where it says, don't just look by cover, it's really true. But anyway, they're the first ones to say, oh, a black woman owns that. You know, it's probably ghetto as hell. They won't say it out loud, but they're thinking it. They'll tell their friends and their families who have the same thought process. So now you want, so now the government wants you to say, oh, you're a black woman, you're ethnic, and here's a, here's a, a, a label to put on you so you can have more cat, uh, tax credits and supposed to help you give you more money because you're a minority woman who owns a business which actually hinders you when you're trying to just be incognito you don't want anybody to know so that you can get business from all people because as soon as people see you're a black person colorism happens and this is the cycle that is at hand and this is why i am out of breath practically trying to get my voice out to just voice to vent on here you know because you know how many people i share that i have a podcast and they think they don't give a fuck they really don't want to fucking listen they really don't they're like, what the fuck is she going to talk about that I need to listen to? I see her post every day. I see her on here. Look at her. She has nothing I have. And no, nothing she's saying of importance that I need to listen to. And there you go. The cycle continues. Family and friends I've told about my podcast. And I've told people in groups that, oh, call in. It can manifest as something great. It can help you. I can promote you. What do they say? Oh, shit. They would probably join a podcast, I would think, for a male than they would a female, especially an ethnic woman. That's just my opinion. If this blows up. And actually, and I'm wrong. I love to be proven wrong. That would be great to be to have my podcast be number one. I'd be ecstatic to be, you know, the it podcast. But you know what? With everything, it takes time. So let's see what happens. But anyway, check out zaggyzems.com. Um, check out Posh Bolt Boutique on Etsy. I got like what three visitors. It probably was a hoax to make me think that it's working. I have a 30-day uh, free trial of a, a website page. Try, uh, check out poshbolt.com, my blog. Um, what else? Strange Sugar Queen. Um, I have a story on Kindle Vela called Foul Intentions. I actually have to write the part three of that. Finish that up. I get just get so caught up and dis- dis- you know, discouraged. But, you know, if you're feeling down and low, just try to lift yourself up. Because no one really gives a fuck. They really don't. So, I mean, really, dig within yourself to lift yourself up. Do something that makes you happy. I don't care if it's crocheting. I don't care if it's picking your nose. Do something for yourself. And do not rely on anyone in this world. They are all about themselves. Your family, your friends, they are about themselves. And that's normal. I just think what people 
crumble and they feel like there's nothing else to push nothing to push forward for i just feel they depend that they think that there's something out there to make you feel better there's people out there there's medicine or something no it's you the source of you coming back fighting back being stronger and making it every day is digging in within yourself and stopping yourself from doubting yourself you're in control of your dreams and you are you're in control of your doom no one else no one else will save you if you're looking for your father or your mother or brother or sister or something that makes you feel bad and you feel guilt for it, it's not going to help. You have to help yourself dig yourself out. And that's when people shut the door and say it's not worth going forward because they give up on themselves. And they just feel they just can't do anything else with it. They'll just be better just to be not there. That doesn't help the situation at all. Because now no one even knows that you're suffering and you don't even exist anymore. So just try to push forward, search within yourself to make it better. And that's your right and it's your being if, you, if that doesn't work either. Mm. It's a shame. It's a blunt reality. But I've always said I'd rather have the blunt truth than deal with a lie. Dealing with a lie and processing it and just going in your head over and over again how someone can lie to you. How can that be possible? That hurts more than someone just telling you the blunt truth and it's just in your face and you just move on from it. You can't move on from a lie because you just want to know why. The truth is just there. Take it or leave it. It's there. So, till next time, try to hydrate. It really helps your freaking kidneys. Ciao.